Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you on this Sunday morning here real quick before I hop into my own advanced Metcon session here with some more crazy athletes and melt my own face off with them. And if you're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, welcome. Thank you guys for watching. I look super tired, but I keep it 100% real. I don't wear makeup and I don't have any fancy uh, you know, things to make me look not tired, so it is what it is. Uh, today's podcast, we're going to talk about um, a note to self and uh, some self-talk some, I don't want to say affirmation because I'm not a huge affirmation guy um, because of the fact of, uh, I'll give you an example. I grew up in the Midwest um, and uh, my mom would sometimes ask me to go, you know, shovel the driveway, if you will. And my, my old man, my parents were divorced. My old man would actually come over and do it a lot with the snowblower and actually shovel it because I was a lazy little shit when I was like 10 or 11. And I fucking dreaded it. And uh, the reason I'm not a huge affirmation person because I would sit in the house and be like, there's no snow, there's no snow, there's no snow. No, I look out the window, there's still fucking snow. You got to get your ass up out there and shovel it and actually go snow blow it. So um, I'm a believer of telling yourself positive things, but I'm also a believer in putting the work in. Um, because you can say all the things in the world, you can write things down, you can read the books, you can go to the conferences, but if you don't actually put the work in, nothing fucking happens. It just doesn't. Even the people who won the lottery, you guys, they had to get up off their ass and go buy a ticket. That's just real talk. So... I was doing some house cleaning yesterday, uh, my wife and I, the normal stuff, just because we do um, get sent so many things uh, from the sponsors we work with, uh, just to normal companies. We try out different you know, clothes and shoes and, and supplements and, and the food and the equipment uh, itself. And uh, yesterday alone, I probably gave away about 100 pairs of shoes to the Salvation Army, probably about uh, 50 of those pairs that I've never even worn. So very humbled and blessed to do it, but again, I can't use all this stuff. And what do I really need? I'm a, a pretty simple... Uh, boring guy, I wear about the same five outfits. What's ever in the dryer, I grab it and I put it on most days. So, uh, with that said, we're doing the cleaning, we're going through drawers and things. And I actually found uh, an old note I had written myself probably about six years ago when my business and my life really shifted to the phase that you guys know it and kind of see it in right now. And uh, just to keep it real, I actually had a photo was wrapped in the, uh, in the old note. If you guys are on the video, you can see this photo of my old man and I, me and my rocking awesome Jordan shirt. He was even a little boss back then. But uh, the note is here. Um, you can see it's all tattered, old, folded up, and it's probably been sitting there for, you know, probably almost since we bought the house. And uh, I just, I looked over it real quick and it, and it kind of brings me back to that scope of time where we're kind of changing people here. We're shifting to working with people on the internet, so scaling up some things and uh, obviously doing some TV appearances and, and public speaking and working with some bigger brands. And uh, it's in those kind of, for me, it was kind of sink or swim moment, if you will. And I remember writing this feeling like, hey, man, if you don't really kind of go all in on everything and like, and again, not that I wasn't working hard before because I was, but I mean, working smarter and working to a level of where I had to really refine things, uh, delegate some stuff, really exhaust myself uh, to get to the place I wanted to be so I could set up and, and build a life and build the business that I wanted. And I'll say this real quick on a side note for you guys. If you run your own business or a small company, anything other than probably 100 people I consider a small business, um, you know the, the weight that it carries. You know the burden that's with it. It's like a passenger is always next to you or it's like a kid. I've described before in other podcasts. Like if you run a small business and you start it from you know nothing to where it is, it's like a fucking person and you care about it like a person. I don't know how else to say it or describe it. And uh, there's a guy here, I talk with him a lot, his name's Brent Orm, he runs a really successful company, he's kind of a serial entrepreneur, 
and uh, he does really well. And him and I were chatting one day, and he's like, you know, it's like you're on an island, man. And him and I can talk, and we can converse, and I can talk with, you know, like the BJ Gadours of the world or the Nikki Metzgers and the people who kind of live, you know, the same kind of life I do. But uh, at the end of the day, it's still our own island. And, and so he would say to me, he's like, we can, we can talk, and we can trade stories and tips. He goes, but, the, but well, you know, it starts and stops with you. At the end of the day, when you lay down at night, it's your shit and you're responsible for it. And when things really go wrong, you have to deal with it and you have to, you know, kind of take the ultimate ownership of it. And I remember him saying that and I'm like, you know what? You're right, bro. I do feel that. And I'm happy to have people to lean on and we can chat and things. But when it's all said and done, if it's your shit, it's your shit. And I think that's true for life. I think when you have debt, it's your debt. If you're married, obviously it's you guys together. But if it's your body, it's your body. If you're 100 pounds overweight, you have to take ownership of that. If you have unhealthy sleeping habits and drinking habits and lifestyle habits, and if you're not educating yourself, and if there's certain things, you have to really just own this shit. And I think this list, when I read through it, you guys, it's not about owning a business. Um, it's not about just being in shape. It's not about just eating right. It's not about just not being in debt. It's not about just being a good husband or wife. It's, uh, it's everything. And uh, I remember writing some of these, and as I read them over, um, it's true. And I'm going to keep it in the forefront here. I might even actually post it up in my office. So if you guys ever come to Scottsdale, you can actually see it. I'm going to post a blog on it too, so you guys can read it over in detail. But uh, it matters, and uh, it's helped me. Um, I know it helped me get through at least that initial year, and then I kind of forgot about it, but I haven't stopped living by any of these principles uh, since then. Again, they're going to seem overly simplistic to a lot of you guys. But I've done a lot of things like this over the years to help get me through, especially the shitty days or when I have 15 uh, different roadblocks going on or when I think I can't take on any more or do more. Um, I just fucking do. So uh, the list is here. I'm going to read it over. Um, the first one is, number one, you have no other options. Um, and whether that's true or not for some of you guys, I feel that way. I feel like, you know, when you tell yourself that, uh, when your back's against the wall, those sink or swim moments, you just fucking do. You just figure it the way out. I mean, if it's either, you know, if my choice was I'm going to drown in the ocean or I'm going to keep, you know, treading water, I'm going to tread water until my body physically just can't do it and I have to just pack it in. But I'm literally going to let my body feel, not my mind mentally. And I think that goes for business and, and, and pretty much anything in life. Number two, you have to make this happen. You just do. And I would tell myself, oh, you just have to make it happen, bro. I don't know how you're going to do it. If you need to get seven more clients, if you need to save $25,000 more, if you need to work 15 more hours, if you need to sleep less, whatever you have to do, you have to make it happen because nobody's going to come do it for you. Nobody's going to come save you. Uh, and I feel that every single day. Um, and I have great people to lean on here. I wouldn't, I know I'm not downplaying the work that Jacob and Monica do and Matt's a, a lifesaver. And we, you know, we do stuff with Trav and them. They're great too. I have a great little team of people. Um, but I also know like if I don't pull my weight, this thing's going to fold like a fucking lawn chair pretty quick. And that's a burden that I'm happy to carry um, because I get, you know, I get the glory with it. Um, and I also take uh, the shit that comes with that. The next one, uh, your back is against the wall. And I do believe that at all times. I think if I kind of operate from that standpoint of that, you know, um, it's me and, the, and I'm the last kind of line of defense, uh, I tend to do better that way myself personally. The next one. Do something every day to get better. And I've kind of lived my life by this. Uh, the person I was, you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago is definitely not the person talking to you guys today on uh, camera. Not the person that shows up to events um, and speaks with people and, and does the speeches and writes the books and, and coaches and, and does the things I'm doing now. Um, it's taking me, you know, to try to refine something better every single day or just be better at speaking, be better at communicating, be better at listening. Uh, be better at my craft of fitness, owning the body. You know, what's going to make, you know, not just me better, what's going to make our people better? What are the things I can study, I can read, I can learn to make our clients 
um, and the athletes that we work with better every single day. And that's what I try to pour my time into. I take very little time selfishly for myself because even if I do something for myself, um, I try to do like, okay, if I learn this for me, are other people struggling with it? And the odds are, yes, they are. How, what can I learn from this conference, from this event, from this guy, from this speaker, from this coach to make the people I work with better? That's the game. Next one. You invested in this, get 10 times a return in it. Um, and I do that with every book that I buy, um, every person, uh, every conference I ever attend, uh, every coaching session I've ever been to with, uh, you know, whether it's a business coach or a fitness coach or, uh, you know, mentors of mine or different people, um, colleagues. Um, I try to really, if I invest money into something, if I say, okay, if I'm going to spend 500 bucks in a conference, can I make $5,000 from it? And the answer is almost always yes. It's almost always actually way more than that. Now, it might take some work, uh, but I do put the work in to actually get a, a 10 times ROI in pretty much everything I do. And I think you guys should do the same. Next one, ask questions. Uh, and I think a lot of people make mistakes in life by not asking questions. We can get a lot done by standing on the shoulders of giants. I think that's one thing that I do really well. Uh, I'm a very humble person. Uh, I know I'm fucking good at a lot of things. Uh, I know what I'm fucking good at, and I know what I suck at. And I suck at way more things than I'm good at, and that is the reality. Um, and I have enough self-confidence to know what I can deliver and what I can and can't do. Um, and I know I can ask questions of people here, especially people who are they're not, again, the, the people we work with, they're not in fitness. These are guys who work in real estate development. Maybe they're an architect. Maybe they're a CPA. Maybe they're an attorney. Maybe they're a doctor. Uh, maybe they own a barbershop. Whatever it is, uh, I'm willing to ask questions of people who are older than me, who have done things that I want to do or have fucked up things uh, and get, you know, hey, what wouldn't you do moving forward? And I think that's a huge thing. Um, just asking people for advice or asking people for help or how they would do it or what they did or what they would do differently um, can level up your guys' success in almost every area of your life. So don't be afraid to ask people questions. I'm never going to turn people away who ask me stuff. Now, if you ask me stupid shit, I might give you a smart-ass answer, but I'm always going to answer people's questions the best I can because I do want to see other people be successful. I don't feel uh, threatened by anybody. I don't feel competition from anyone. I don't care if you drop three fucking fitness places right next to me. They're not me. They're not going to do what I do. And if they do, good luck to you because I'm me and only I can deliver the experience that I deliver. Only I'm going to say what I say. Only I'm going to write what I write. Only I'm going to exhaust myself in the way that I do. And I walk the walk and I talk the talk every single day. And so... I'm always happy to help people, even if you are in my field and even if you're the fitness guy next door to me. Hey, Jeremy, what's your pricing model? Hey, Jeremy, how do you run it? That's cool. If you're better than me, then the market will decide that. But if you're not, I'm going to crush you anyway. So that's why I don't, uh, I don't mind helping other people out because I do think there's an abundance. We can all be successful. We can all be amazing if we just uh, you know, kind of lean on each other because it's tough out here uh, for all of us. Next one, become efficient. This, you guys, I think is crucial. Become efficient with your time. I, if you ask my wife anything, what do I get annoyed by most? It's uh, the wasting of time and not being efficient with it. I hate repeating things that don't need to be repeated. I hate uh, doing remedial tasks that bring me no value. Uh, I'll outsource things if I can afford it, and I will. Um, we'll hire a cleaning lady at her house because to me, I'm not good at cleaning. I don't like it. It's a low return on investment for me. And if I can pay somebody else and they can you know, feed their family and have a good life and they enjoy cleaning and they're better at it, why wouldn't I do it? I also pay a pool guy. Why am I gonna pay a guy to, why am I gonna take care of my own pool? 
I'm going to fuck it up. The thing's going to turn green and nobody's going to want to swim in it. And I'm like, I'm going to be exhausted, irritated, and annoyed. It's going to take away from me doing a podcast, writing a book, or coaching two other clients. So again, my point is, is that you have to be efficient with your time. Know what you're good at. Know what you're bad at. You know, to me, I'd rather work harder in this business doing what I like and then pay people to do the things I'm not amazing at. It saves me so much time. It lets me be so much more efficient. If it buys me an extra hour of sleep, that is worth exponentially any more money than me out there trying to worry about you know, cutting certain bushes or try to grow grass here in the desert, which is a whole thing all in itself. So uh, next one, you are 100% responsible for your actions. You are. Um, it's on all of us. And again, if you're building a business, you guys are building a brand or honestly, all of us, you're building a reputation for your life. You're judged by the things that you do for right or for wrong and uh, how you carry yourself how you talk, how you speak, how you dress, how you act, how you treat people, not just in public, but how you treat people in private. All that stuff matters, and you're responsible for it. All the things you say, you said them. And I know heat of the moment, and things go on, and things happen, but you have to be responsible for everything you do and everything you say, and you have to be able to own up for it. And uh, it's a hard thing to do at times. Trust me, I know. But uh, if you take 100% responsibility for all this shit, especially if you're the leader of the house, the leader of your relationship, the leader of your business, the leader of your team, the leader of your community, um, you can't hide from anything, and it's a, it's a freeing feeling. Um, it also comes with some responsibility, but it is very freeing at the same time. Next one. If someone else did it, you can do it too. I think this is a, is a great one, especially if you are in business or if you are on a journey. Um, if you're Obviously, if you're a parent, uh, if you're working in a profession, there's I can promise you, all, and this is for all of us, there's somebody out there who's had it way fucking worse than you. There's somebody out there who has more kids than you, they have more stress than you. They have a worse schedule than you, a longer commute. They're in more debt than you. They have less skill than you. They have less IQ. They have less EQ than you. And they're doing better than you right now. That's just the reality of it. It just is. Like, I think very few of us are ever going to, you know, outwork our potential. I'm really trying to. I really am. I still don't feel like I'm even close to it. I feel like. Um, there's something I'm not tapping into or there's something that I just really haven't peeled back yet or I haven't got out of my own fucking way, whatever that is, I'm really working on it. Um, but I'm really trying to outwork, you know, and out exceed my natural potential. I feel like if I, at the end of my life, if I was like, man, you know what, you could have done so much more, but you didn't, I'd be sick to my stomach. And again, uh, I'm not that smart. So I think I'm doing uh, pretty well at this point. Uh, but I do something there's something I can tap into. And I know that if somebody else is doing it, I can do it too. For the most part. Now, obviously, LeBron can dunk from like the fucking free throw line. I can't do that, clearly. So obviously, be realistic and have some self-awareness. But if someone else is running a successful business and they're like you, and uh, you can probably do it too. And even if you're not as great as them or not as talented as them, but if you model their behavior, if you mimic their patterns and you care about people and you try, even if you fall short to someone who's crushing it, you're still pretty amazing. That's kind of cool. And that's kind of what I'm going to take away from that when I say it to you guys. If someone else is doing it, um, you can do it too. If someone else has done it before, most likely you can do it too, or you can get really, really close. Or if not, you know, you might even exceed what they've done and you can do it even better than they've done it. Next one, make it mandatory. Uh, this is from our book, Makes Success Mandatory, and that's kind of what I do everything. You know, make it mandatory in your life. It's mandatory you brush your teeth. It's mandatory you wipe your butt. It's mandatory I do mobility. It's mandatory I eat right. It's mandatory that I'm a good person. It's mandatory that I pay my bills on time. It's mandatory that I'm doing things the right way in my life to get to the places I want to go. It's not negotiable. There's just certain things that I'm not going to... Uh, I'm not going to do, and, I'm, and there's certain things I am going to do, and there's certain things I'm not going to do, and I do that, and it cuts both ways, and that's up to you guys to decide what you know, what your you know pillars of success are, what your morals are, uh, what are the things that are going to get you the places you want to go. But if you make them mandatory, 
Say, hey, every single day I'm going to do these five things. It can change everything. Next one, exhaust yourself fighting to make it happen. And I believe this for anything great in life, it's going to feel exhausting. It's going to feel like it, it might never end. It's going to feel like um, you can't possibly do any more and you're going to have to be strategic with the way you make things happen, how you budget your time, effort, energy, money, resources uh, to get to the places you guys want to be, but it can be done. And uh, I say this phrase just for the fact of, you know, right now, uh, my wife and I were trying to pay off our home in uh, the next, like, probably, you know, by the end of 2020, so the next 21 months, give or take. And uh, it's a huge feat to do, uh, to be 100% debt-free um, at our age, you know, and not have a house payment ever again, uh, be mortgage-free, and uh, be able to live our life, you know, financially independent from the world and, and do things a lot of people will never be able to do. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys, it's not fucking easy. It's, uh, it's rather exhausting. I don't want to say it's super stressful, uh, but you really have to budget, manage your money, and live way, way beneath your means because most people are obviously paying off a home in you know, the better part of 30 years. We're trying to pay off a home in you know, literally like eight years um, and be done with it. And uh, you know, I'm very blessed and, and humbled to be able to do it. But I, again, I kill myself to do this, um, to work really hard, to save money, to, to live you know, a life right now, probably like, you know, most people will never live if they were making the money that we were making, but we wanted to do it. We have a goal to sell to do because we know it's going to change the scope of our life, uh, our financial future. It's going to change my family tree, obviously forever. You know, guys, I grew up in a, in a place where neither of my parents ever made more than $50,000 in a year. Um, you know, they had to kind of scrap and put things together, you know, being single parents kind of doing that thing and both working full time with two kids is not, uh, is not easy to do, and I'm at a rare opportunity right now to where I can be in a position to change the rest of my financial life. And coming from a guy like me, who when I moved here, you know, I was I had about two thousand dollars total, dead fucking broke, um, and to be the position I'm in now, it's uh, it's it really is mind blowing, and I'm very again humbled by it. And I remember I'll share the story real quick. Um, before I moved here, um, it's probably 10, 11 years ago. My dad told me he's like, hey. Um, I paid off the house and uh, he shows me the statement and I remember seeing it and he has, he has every payment from about, I, probably, I don't know how long it took him, like 20 years or so. And uh, every every payment he made the entire time and how mind-blowing that is to see that, you know, obviously in real life, the amortization list of interest and principal and everything. And I remember he showed me this and this is when I'm, you know, 24 years old, 23, 24. He shows me the last payment he made of $20,000 because I just wrote him one check for 20 grand, you know, to, to be home. And I remember seeing that and my first thought was like, holy shit, dude. Holy fucking shit. Like the amount, like how hey, proud I, I was of him, but how happy I was that he did that and how impressed I was. And I was like, how the fuck does a guy, you know, who's basically a dude on his own with two kids who, you know, we're, we're young at the time. He's buying us Christmas presents and doing the normal shit and helping out as much as he can pay off his house solo that early. Like how diligent and the amount of respect I had for him at that moment. I'm like, that's really fucking impressive. And obviously, as I look back on it now, it's probably... A lot of the way of the reason why I am the way I am today, because it, it was never anything he said, but it's what he did, uh, and how he lived his life, the behavior, and it was always kind of been in the back of my mind. But my wife and I made a promise about, you know, three months ago, like, hey, we've traveled the world, we've done amazing things, we've been able to do this. Can we put this in, into play, and can we actually do this? And so, um, I'm like, that would be a really cool feeling if I could do the same thing. Um, somehow, and at the time when he showed it to me, I thought it would be impossible. And then, obviously, a decade later, I'm sitting in the same uh, position. And it's very, uh, it's very humbling. But again, my point is, it's an exhausting thing uh, to be able to do that. But I think anything in life, you guys, if you want to be in amazing shape, if you want to write a book, if you want to start, 
you know, a legit successful business, if you want to have an amazing marriage, if you want to do things that very few people can do, you have to be willing to exhaust yourself and put in the work and fight through the tough moments and be strategic and figure a way out to make it happen. And you're really doing that. And I'm feeling that right now at this point with my wife and I and this, you know, dream to be 100% debt free, you know, well before we're 40 years old for her, probably before she's 35 years old, which is super uh, it's super gnarly to do. And so that's, I share that with you guys. It's kind of my public declaration. So hold me to it and, and check in now with me in about a year from now and I'll see where I'm at. Now, 19 things can go wrong, obviously, but that's that's the path that, that we are on. Next on my list, be the person you're meant to be. And I believe this for all of us. I think there's, you know, we can all we can all be different people. And I think naturally we are the way we are. I think experience, I think environment, I think the circle of people you surround yourself with, the people you grew up with, but the people you went to college with, the people you associate with now, early on shape and mold the person you're going to become. And then obviously the choices you make ultimately dictate that. And I think obviously they say you're, you know, the average of the five people you associate with the most. And I think they say income level wise of the 10 people you hang around with most, you're going to be, you know, between, you know, 10 to 15% of their income. So if you're hanging around with people who make 20 grand a year, you'll make, you know, between, you know, 15 and probably $25,000 a year. If you hang out with people who make multiple six figures, odds are you're going to make multiple six figures because you just, you start to think like they think. You start to talk like they talk. You start to live like they live. If you hang around with people who are super fucking fit and you're 90 pounds overweight, you're probably going to level up and start doing the things they do because you're going to kind of fit into that mold. And I believe that. And I think that goes into, you know, being the person you're meant to be. And so if you know you have a natural talent physically, if you know you have a natural talent mentally for math, for science, for reading, for speaking, for helping people, for, uh, you know, getting things done, whatever it is, you have to be that person. You can't fight who you are. Um, you can improve on the person you are if you suck at a bunch of things like I do. Um, but you have to be willing to accept who you are and play to your strengths and, and do what you're really good at. And that's it for me. And I know the way I talk, the way I speak, the way I interact with people, um, it might not be for everybody. In, in fact, I know it's not, but I know it is for a lot of people. And I know I do say things a certain way and I live my life a certain way that people see it. And, uh, it does help them. And, I, and if I was not doing this, speaking this much, writing this much, putting out this much content, training this much and doing these things, um, I'd be robbing the world of a gift. And I'm not saying that to you know make myself seem super fucking important because I'm not. But I do know the impact that I have on the people here in our circle and the people on the internet and the, and the thousands of people we've worked with. If I was not this person, their life would be drastically different. And I don't say that to make myself seem amazing. I say that as a, I have a sense of responsibility. I have a sense of, you know, whether you want to call it like stewardship or leadership or like, you know, I'm responsible to help these guys. And uh, I've been given this gift um, to think the way I do and to speak the way I speak and to be in the shape that I'm in. It's a gift and it's a blessing. And if I was just to waste that for my own selfish bullshit and post a photo of me every fucking day on Instagram with my shirt off, like, hey, look at me, be motivated. Um, I'd be robbing the world of, of all the stuff that I have been given. And so I, I do take it seriously. And uh, I'm just trying to be the person I'm meant to be. And I think I'm on my way. I got a long way to go because uh, I still... I still fuck up a lot of stuff, man, but uh, I'm trying to be better and I'm trying to be better for you guys. So hopefully, uh, you know, these podcasts and these videos do help you, um, you know, level up your life as well and be the person that you're meant to be for your friends and your family and the people that you're surrounded with every single day. Um, Next one, demand excellence from yourself. Demand excellence from yourself in all things you do. And uh, obviously, I'm not going to be good at everything. I know that. I try to be at least proficient uh, in the things that I, I don't excel at, but then I try to be excellent in the things that I'm good at. So the things that I am great at, 
I try to be the best I possibly can be at them. And maybe some of the things I'm the best in the world at, if, if I believe that I'm the best at delivering things the way I deliver them. I'm, I'm the best at really giving a shit and follow up and being diligent and being on time and, and helping people see things through and not quitting on them and not giving up and actually listening to people. So I do demand excellence out of myself. And, and I'm sure my wife can you know, agree um, probably is annoying as fuck to her at times because I do demand a lot from her as well. I would think it would be, um, not, I don't know if it's hard to be married to me, but, uh, probably at times not the easiest because I am sometimes intense, but I also understand that nothing is given. And if you want to do really awesome shit, you have to really, you know, demand more from yourself. You say, Hey, if I want to be in really great shape, I can't eat and drink that shit all the time. If I want to, you know, be a good person, I can't sit and watch the fucking Kardashians all day. I probably got to read a couple books or go to a conference that's really going to help me be a better person. If I want to be financially successful, I probably can't just blow my fucking money, not budget and overspend. I probably have to actually pay off my debts and actually build wealth if that's a goal of mine. And so to me, those are you demanding excellence of yourself, of all the areas of your life that matter to you to get to the things that you actually want to get out of this world. And so that's probably one of the biggest ones that... uh, uh, I do harp on. And the last one, which uh, for some of you guys, I wrote this and, and this is how I feel, be the hardest working motherfucker in the room every single day. Uh, and, I, and I know that that language offends some of you guys, but I'll say it one more time because I need to hear it myself. You have to be the hardest working motherfucker in the room every single day and everywhere you go, you have to be that. You are not going to be the most talented. You're not going to be the smartest. You're not going to be the most gifted. You're not going to be the one who got the most money from their parents, had the best upbringing, had the best school, had the best genetics. You're never going to be that person. Sometimes you will, but more often than not, you're not going to be all those things. And if you are, you're walking into the wrong rooms. More often than not, you're not the smartest person in the room. You aren't. You don't have the most talent. You don't have the most skills. But you know what you can be? You can be the hardest working fucking person in there. You can be the hardest worker in every room you go. There's no reason that somebody else can outwork you. There's no reason why they should. You can control that. You can control your effort and you can control how hard you're working every single day. Now, if there's people who are more efficient, they might be able to get more done than you. Now, you can learn the skill of efficiency. You can refine things. You can do them better. But the amount of effort you put into things, only you can control that. And I see this all the time. Like, nobody's going to outwork me. They're just not. If we have the same goal and you and I are running next to each other and I'm not a runner, I'll fucking die, dude. I'll die in the street before I just let you beat me. Uh, this is how I roll. And it's not, a, it's not a competition thing like me competing versus you. It's just knowing that I can get more out of myself. I just can't. I have something, I don't know if it's mental or physical or a combination of both, but I'm just willing to, I'm really willing to die for the things that matter to me. Um, and I think you guys have to kind of approach that. So when you walk into a room and you size it up, you're like, you know what? Regardless of talent, skill, genetics, or anything else, I can be the hardest working person in here. And I think if you do that in your marriage, I think that you do that in your business, in your career, in your education, in your physical body, you're going to be successful. Now, success to you guys means a multitude of different things. And where that ends you up on the scale of you know genetics and gifted and timeline and timing and everything else, I don't know that. But I can promise you, if you walk into every room and you're the hardest working person in there, your boss will notice your husband and wife will notice, your kids will notice, your friends will notice. And the one thing I do say, the biggest praise I can ever give anybody in the world that comes into our gym is like, so-and-so works hard. Like, you know what, like I watch them like, man, Elbon, you know, he works hard, dude. Like Lindsay, she fucking works, dude. Like, you know, Mike, Mike works. You know, Richard, Richard works. Like when I see these people, like regardless of the performance, if they're fast, if they're strong, if they're whatever, 
some of that's genetics, some of that's age range training, some of that's, you know, them being tired, having a real life. And, you know, maybe they have, you know, three kids and a real job, they travel, they can't come in here five days a week. But what they do do is they can fucking work, dude. And I see it. And I have the utmost respect for people who put in the work. And as a matter of fact, I respect the people who've had it shittier um, and have worse genetics and have had a harder path and, and work their face off and have not been discouraged by it and fucking crushing the people who genetically are naturally fit, naturally skinny, played sports their whole life, had a better upbringing, had an easier path. Um, and, and not to say like I'm not bagging against those people, but it's the people who have had it shittier that do not get defeated by it and still just grind their face off and work. I mean, I have the utmost respect for those people. And I think a lot of you guys probably fall in that category. And uh, if you work your ass off, you guys, and you put in effort and, and you really train hard um, in everything in your life, you can change everything. So that is my list here, you guys, in full. You can see it. I'm going to put up over on the Jeremy Scott Fitness blog probably sometime later this week. Um, if there's anything else you guys want to hear on the podcast, please hit me up. Let me know. Just ask. I'm happy to record if I can speak on it whatsoever. And if you're on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop me a five-star. Leave a comment, please. I love to see it. It selfishly helps the podcast grow and it helps us. And if you think this can help a friend or a family member, share it on your IG story. Tag me in it. Share it on Facebook, YouTube. Send it via email, whatever it is. Uh, if you have questions on this podcast or the list, I'm happy to answer it in detail and help you guys out. And uh, again, you guys, you can't control a lot of things in life. You really can't. Uh, but what you can control is your effort, and you can always be the hardest working fucking person in the room, every room you walk into. And so take that as the, the kind of takeaway, the end-all, be-all of this podcast. And so um, anything else? Uh, a reminder, our 28-day intermittent fasting for fat loss is kicking off on March the 11th. So if you guys are interested in that, learning more about intermittent fasting, which is how I've ate for the past decade, you guys can jump in on that. I coach you every step of the way. We give you a bunch of different eating protocols, how I eat, how I suggest a lot of you guys should eat, and we kind of dive you know, head first into it. And to me, intermittent fasting, the way that it is, it has, uh, has changed the way that I live my life. I'm healthier, I'm happier, and I don't see a time when I won't stop doing it because it's been well over 10 years uh, since I've been eating this way. And uh, I think it can help a lot of you guys as well if you're struggling with lifestyle and eating habits and kind of everything in between. So, But if anything else you want to hear in the podcast, hit me up, let me know. I'm happy to get on it. And until next time, you guys, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.